0: Rants on all aspects of endurance sports and my current favorite obstacle course racing. But before I get started, I want to give a shout out to Mud Gear, makers of the best training and racing gear in OCR. Mud Gear was the first compression gear built tough enough to help you conquer obstacles. When you race this season, look on the podium. You'll see top pros wearing Mud Gear. Built tougher for OCR and made in the USA. Nothing else compares on the course. Check it out at mudgear.com and use my promo code DHP for a 10% discount off your order. Now sit tight, grab a cup of coffee, and let's do this. Okay, here we are. It's a wonderful day for ducks in Southern California. It's raining like crazy. And I thought, you know what? It's been a long time coming. I need to get VJ Jones on here with me. VJ, for those of you that are not familiar, is known to be... Respected as being the youngest professional OCR athlete on the pro circuit and on the Spartan Pro team, VJ, say hello to all the wonderful people out there I'm dying to hear about you.
1: Hey everyone! I know it's it's super exciting to hear from me, and I just wanted to honor all <laughs> you guys.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm just I got chills just talking to you right now. I can't <laughs> I can't even tell you. <laughs> So Vijay, I want to talk to you about this upcoming race, all right? So far this season you've had a pretty good run of luck.
1: Couple of podiums, right? Yeah, not too bad. Um, so far that's two firsts and a second. Yeah, three races. Second, yeah, my second place was behind Cody Moat, so I didn't feel too bad coming second place to the world champion.
0: Yeah, and you were a minute back, right?
1: Just about. Yep. Well that's not that's not too far behind. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah,
0: and I got to tell you, I think that there's a lot of guys out there that are second guessing your ability. They are thinking, yeah, he's young, and one day he's going to make it happen, whatever. But you know, you and I have been working together, and I I see what you're doing, and I I, I got to tell you, I I think you got a pretty good shot coming in this
1: weekend. I appreciate that. I need all the confidence I can get.
0: No, man, it's not going to be a function of confidence. You just got to go out there and man up and just show these guys that you're. <laughs> that you're ready to fight, right? Of course. So let's talk about it a little bit. Who do we expect to show up? I just saw a post that uh, Ryan Kent is planning not only to do that event, but he's also going to go to TMX mm-hmm. the following day, which mm-hmm. is, I think it's a massive mistake on his part.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's he's going to sacrifice his results at TMX just so he can go to Spartan as well. Yeah, but I,
0: I just don't understand that logic. And you know me. I, I've always told you that you shouldn't enter a, an event that you don't feel confident that you have a shot at winning. Right. Especially if you're going to participate as a pro. Just showing up ain't going to get it done. you you got to throw down, right? Exactly. Any word about the potential of Cody Moat showing up and trying to put another minute on you here this race?
1: (laughs) Um, I talked to Cody, and he was saying that I think his work schedule is a little more intense this year or something like that. So he said if he was going to get to a championship series, it was going to be San Jose. So, um, you know, I'd say it's a 50-50 shot if he shows up or not, but if he shows up, he's always dangerous.
0: Right. The other uh, contender that I heard about was Killian, apparently, is going to be there, and uh, he's also going to double. Apparently, he's also going to go to TMX.
1: That surprises me. I I can't imagine him throwing down with, you know, those big guys like Hunter. It, it'll, that'll be interesting.
0: Well, i got to tell you, and... In- I probably shouldn't share this, but I'm going to anyway. I spoke to Hunter yesterday, and Hunter actually recreated the course out by his place. Nice. And, I mean, literally created the course almost identical to the course that he's going to do on Sunday. And he told me that he did it a minute faster than he did the course last year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and, um, I mean, just, um, again, I don't want to share all the detail, but he explained to me, relative to his strength and the speed he was carrying for the course, he just did not see anybody really out there has a chance at even being close to him in this race. I don't know, I just, I think the thing was tailor-made for him, but the good news is that he's not coming to Spartan. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so, uh. Who else is there? Who else is there that we got to worry about? I don't think Atkins is coming, do you think?
1: Well, since he's working with Tough Mudder, I'd say he might be saving it for TMX on Sunday. He's a really smart guy, so he would never try to double up like that.
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't had a chance to speak with him. I haven't talked to him in quite a while, so I don't know what's in his mind. Who else are we missing? We're probably going to see Glenn Race up there. And of course. You've already visited with him. Let him know where you stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: is that a way to be polite and put it that way right? well he's he, he never see that guy coming. you always think you got a handle on him, and then all of a sudden he's he just passed you and he's running away. so um, you know, I never rule him out i I go in confident thinking I can beat him, but you know i don't I don't underestimate him at any point.
0: And then there's Mark Battress, and I don't know how he's doing. I, I, he was uh, experiencing a bit of an injury, wasn't he? I don't know if he's got over that yet.
1: Yeah, he had surgery on his um, calf or Achilles or something like that.
0: That's not good.
1: Yeah, that was, um, I think that was like five months ago or something like that. So he's running strong again. He did a four hour um, trail event with the Machete Madness guys. Um, and he seems to be running pretty strong. I don't know if he's a hundred percent or not, but, um, I'm sure he'll be there.
0: So he had surgery five months ago. I didn't realize I, I knew he had, I don't know. I, I, there was some scuttlebutt about him having surgery, but I, I thought that was more recent.
1: Um, well, it was, it was after the world championships. So I think it was sometime in October, probably to October to November because he didn't race in the Los Angeles sprint.
0: I know he had been having trouble with his Achilles. I actually worked on him at Monterey last year. Okay. And he was, he was struggling with it even back then. So he's a good athlete as well. I, I don't know. Let's just see how it all shakes out.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But you're feeling fit. You're ready to go.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel a lot faster than I was last year. I mean, last year I was kind of winging it with training and my running wasn't quite there. I got strong enough for the obstacles that I couldn't complete in the past. But, um, yeah, I feel, I feel pretty strong going into it.
0: Well, it's probably got to do with hiring a coach.
1: Yeah, I mean, my, <laughs> my professional full-time coach lining me up with some amazing things to do. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to be there to make sure that this all shakes out like we planned. <laughs> And uh, the other thing that I haven't probably told you about my coaching is that if you come in anywhere near fifth place, just keep running. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep running because I'm going to be looking for you at the finish line. Now, let's talk about the course for a little bit. I understand conversation I had with Steve Hammond and some other folks I talked to was that it's a runner's event or it started out to be a runner's event simply because there's a lot of long stretches of run. And I've been told that the obstacles are fairly well bunched up. But I guess the fly in the ointment is that the weather turned. And even if it doesn't rain, the rain we're getting now is probably going to wreak havoc all over the course.
1: Yeah, I heard it's a lot of loose ground. It's on like a dairy farm or something like that. So there's going to... it's just going to soak in and get really nasty. There's no hard pack that I've heard of. So yeah. it's going to be messy, which will, I think will kind of even out the field because even the fastest guy can only go so fast in the mud.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I guess it's going to be interesting to see who fares best when they're carrying about five pounds of mud on the bottom of their shoes.
1: Yeah. And then take into account if there are wet obstacles. Yeah. So what I do you think... mean, if
0: they are, they're, they're going to be, they're not only going to be wet, they're going to be muddy. And then I think it's going to be a burpee fest. It's going to be a whole lot of people doing burpees
1: for some other people, maybe.
0: Yeah. You're not planning on doing any. Huh?
1: I, I don't, I don't do burpees. I have a no burpee policy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you know, I guess, uh, everything given equal, I appreciate that you're probably capable of getting away with that, but slipping on the mud is. You know, it's really tough. Matter of fact, if you got to flip a tire when it's all muddy, that's no fun either.
1: Yeah, I've I've dealt with that in Asheville last year. They suction cupped to the ground because it was so muddy. So it added like when you first pick it up, another hundred pounds off. Oh. the tire.
0: Well, I know you've gotten stronger, and uh, I know that your carries have improved, right?
1: Um. Yeah, I'd say with the regular carries, I'm still not the greatest at the double sandbag it's just i'm still working that out
0: <laughs> well that's 75 pound bag we got you it's got to be help unless you're not using it
1: oh i'm using it yeah. it's just the thing is it's only one bag right it's not two so that's that's i think just the dynamic of carrying it the strength is there it's just like the technique i still have to work out
0: okay all right and then we're going to do spartan you're going to, you're going to, you're not doubling. Are you, you planning on doing the sprint too?
1: If I feel good enough, I'm not committing to it, but if I, if I feel good and my recovery was good the night before up. Yeah. Why not? Well,
0: I think what you should do is if you come in third or less in the super, then you have to do the sprint to redeem yourself. <laughs> okay. If you come in first in the super, then you need to kick back and just clap for the people that beat themselves up day two.
1: I can work with that.
0: All right. And then what's the next event on your calendar?
1: Um, I'm planning on the next championship race, which should be Seattle, uh, April 14th, the weekend of that.
0: Obviously, it's part of your deal. You're supposed to do it. Who do you think is going to be the guy this year? Is it going to be you? Who's it going to be?
1: Um... It, it's it's hard to say. I don't know if I'm at you know the Killian Atkins level just quite yet. I think it's just a matter of time, whether it's this year or, or next year. But I think Killian's always dangerous. He's probably the most consistent guy on the circuit. And I don't know if Atkins is going to commit to the whole championship series. So I think um, my main lookout is, is Robert Killian for this year because he's just always there, always dangerous, and always working hard. Well, what do you
0: think about some of these guys that you hadn't seen that much before, like uh, Kirk DeWint? He was right on your heels at the last race, and uh, you know I threw a little dirt at him. And I told him I said, "Hey, by the way, uh, nice race, but it was a shame that VJ was sick." And he came, <laughs> he came back with, "Yeah, well, I was sick too." But uh, Kirk is a pretty he's a pretty uh, pretty strong athlete. i mean he's he's yeah. got some he's got some pipes when it comes to running, and he's strong. So he might surprise some people, I think.
1: I think he'll be throwing it in for that top five spot as well. Um, but in in that race in Las Vegas, I knew he was coming, so i I was just I basically waited for him. Waited for him to catch up so that when he got there, I could sprint away from him and try to break his spirits a little bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's going to love hearing that. He's, <laughs> he's going to love hearing that you're toying with him.
1: Well, I just I knew if I tried to push too early, I didn't know what was going to happen, so I just waited for him to catch up.
0: Smart that move. Was, Very yeah. smart
1: move. But, um, yeah, a lot of people like that. And then the guy that got fourth in um, Vegas – uh, Mike Ferguson,
0: uh-huh.
1: I think he'll be there as well, and then uh, some faces that we don't see all that often, like uh, the Kempson brothers. Yep. I'm sure they'll be there, um, yep. and then uh, I don't know what's up with Johnny Luna Lima. I haven't seen him all that much, but
0: it's right in his backyard. Yeah, it's right. And and by the way, I would imagine his his sidekick Cole Schwartz probably want to be there too. I don't think Cole's got the legs for that kind of a course. But Johnny's pretty quick. Johnny's pretty quick and I think he's gunning for you anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is.
0: Yeah. Well the young guns, right? Are gonna show up and and I, I've said it before, I think it's it's coming to that point now where some of the old guard are gonna start falling off and you young punks are gonna start showing up and start taking the pewter home.
1: Um yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, but I'd like to be able to beat these guys before they get too old to perform at their top game, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But a win's a win, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Well, cool. So what do you figure your volume is looking like these days? I, I'm asking, I mean, I know a lot of this, obviously, enough because I'm writing your program for you, but I mean – the people that are listening don't know, so they're probably curious to know how much running does VJ Jones do and such and such?
1: Well, it really depends on the week. Um, some weeks I, I haven't really measured mileage, and since I started working with you, it's just been time. time right. Yeah, time on the run. So, uh, what would you say a good week is in hours?
0: Um, I would say your running time in the week is probably close to five or six hours. So we're looking at five or six hours at an average, say, seven-minute pace. So uh, you're probably hedging in at around 40, 45 miles a week, right?
1: Yeah, it sounds good.
0: Yeah, something like that,
1: depending on what yeah. we have on tap. Yeah, never been a, a high-mileage guy.
0: No, I know. Well, you're know, you young. Right. Yeah. All right. All right, let me ask. I was thinking about this question for you earlier, and it just – has been on my mind and I'm going to throw it out here. Are you like chafing for the day when they stop calling you the youngest guy in the pro circuit?
1: Um no, it's a great marketing thing. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's a cool title to have. Um I'm still the youngest Spartan Race winner right now. Um, I mean, there's there's a couple guys gunning for that as well, like uh, a new kid, James Nair, he's He's been getting a lot better, and he's got a couple podiums under his belt now.
0: What's a, this Penland kid? Well, he hasn't actually won a race, though, right? He's just winning his age group.
1: Um, James.
0: Yeah, John Penland, I think his name is.
1: Oh, I've heard of him. I um, I heard he's winning his age group. I haven't. I don't know if he's gotten into the elite side yet.
0: Well, I actually worked with him. He came out to see me. Uh, oh, cool. He lives in Chicago. As a matter of fact, he's attending my Chicago clinic coming up. But uh, a strong athlete for a young kid. I mean, he's only like, I think he's 17. And, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. He's. I didn't do his VO2. He should have, but he didn't. But I did work on his gait a little bit. He had some issues. And, and uh, I saw he's turning in some pretty decent times. And he's, he's showing up pretty well. Uh, but he, I don't think he's won an event overall just yet.
1: Well, um, if you're saying he's looking good, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's coming soon.
0: Well, I I, I think that what's going to happen is probably next year is going to be when he starts to bust out. He he just definitely needs to, you know, earn his stripes a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's definitely somebody to consider.
1: I think um, next year, next few years, a lot of younger guys are going to start coming out because it's it's getting more discovered that this is a real elite sport that you can pursue. Like um, in Vegas, Hobie Call's son and his son's friend are now pursuing obstacle racing, which is interesting. And I've seen a lot of their stuff on social media that they're starting to train and they're coming for, you know, the Spartan pro team and everything like that. How old are they? They're, um, I think they're 17 or 18.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't realize his kids were that old.
1: Well, um, one is he's got some younger ones, too.
0: He's got about 90 kids, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> Four or five.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So talk to me about the uh, the pro women going to the uh, San Jose event. Who do you think's going to win that race?
1: You know, I think the women's field compared to the men's field is more elite and more stacked. Um, their racing is a lot more intense, and there's so many women that are good now it's it's unbelievable so I I don't know who's been training who's been working um but I know Rhea is always putting in work and she's very capable of winning so um
0: but what do you think about her speed relative to someone like Nicole or even Faye for that matter
1: yeah um I know she's there but she doesn't quite have the leg speed like we saw that in the uh, the Tough Mudder Championships where right. it was a lot of open running and Nicole ran away. And based on what I've heard from you on the course design, if there's a lot of open spaces for running, I think it might be Nicole's game.
0: Well, the problem with a lot of open running is Nicole does not like running flat. So as long as she's climbing or descending, she's golden. She doesn't like any flat running. And I think Faye... Faye's looking really strong right now. And uh, I would say if I had a bet, it's going to come down between those two. And Alyssa Howley, I don't think Alyssa Howley's got the wheels for it. I th- She's a strong, strong athlete. I just don't think she's got the leg speed to keep up with those two or those three, actually, if it comes down to a foot race
1: yeah, but the thing is if the obstacles are muddy and wet and any of those two fail an obstacle, Alyssa's not gonna fail anything. Yeah she's I, power I, right through it all.
0: yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think that she's probably got a bit of an edge with her strength clearly but uh, at the end of the day, I think it's gonna come down to a foot race and I love Nicole's ability. I think Faye is got she's fit right now we talked about it she's been injury free since she came out, out to see me. And she told me that she's feeling stronger than she has in a really long time. And she was excited about this race. So we'll see.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think there's some more new women coming into it. I mean, uh, the girl that won in Vegas, for example, she beat Alyssa for the top spot. Um, Leanne Washtenie is her name. Yes.
0: Yes. I saw that. And she's pretty young, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's, uh, I actually was on a plane back from West Virginia next to her uh, last year. So she was in a couple championship races, and I think she had really good runs some top 10 finishes. And uh, I think she's finding her stride for this year, so that should be interesting to watch her as well.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about her. I did see that she was kind of a fresh face and kind of came out of nowhere, took the win the other day, but other than that, I, I'm like, who is this? As a matter of fact, I started like googling her. I was just really curious about it. So yeah,
1: yeah, fields are getting getting more and more stacked. It's gonna be interesting.
0: So you're gonna travel up probably, you're driving, right?
1: Yeah, I'll be driving early Friday morning.
0: You need to throw your butt in the back and let them drive.
1: So I can take a nap?
0: Yeah, just kind of chill. Listen to some tunes, you know. Play with one of those grippers or something in the back of the truck, <laughs> and just let them carry your butt up there, so you don't have to come off of a nice long drive and all that stress that's associated with the driving.
1: Yeah, I might do that, but uh, my girlfriend wanted me to drive. She didn't. She doesn't feel comfortable with my dad driving. So we'll we'll see how that goes.
0: Your dad doesn't drive very well.
1: Uh, he he drives. Like a whatever car he's in turns into a race car. Love it. Yeah. See, that's where you got,
0: that's the genes, man. You got the race speed from your dad's heavy foot. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to be out there bright and early Saturday morning. My game plan is I'm going to fly into Sacramento late Friday night, and I'm going to get up but early to drive to san jose i'm gonna try to get out on the course or out to the the race venue uh probably at least an hour early if i can make it happen okay cool so i can catch you before you go and um i'm looking forward to this race this is going to be a good one
1: yeah i'm excited um i know everyone's probably going to show up when we get in there at least the people that aren't doing tmx and it's going to be a great race i'm excited to throw down
0: Yep. All right, VJ, I'm gonna call it a day. I'm looking forward to seeing all the uh, fine friends and, and athletes I've had a association with over the years at that event. And if you see me, be sure to come grab me by the shirt and say hello. Be sure to clap loud and hard for VJ because he needs to take this one down. <laughs> I've already talked to your dad and we've discussed it. He says if you don't win, you gotta walk home.
1: <laughs> all right, I guess I gotta I gotta pull it off. All right, man.
0: Well, friends, it's time to bring another show to a close. Be sure and tune in to us next week. We've got a lot of great content in store for you. I want you to tell your friends to check us out. You can always find us on Facebook. Simply go search the Natural Running Network. Drop us a message. I'd love to learn more about you and the things you do. And until then, you have an amazing day.